Hi, my beautiful lovelies. What is up, y'all? What is up? It's been long enough. Now, it's been shorter than it usually is. So be proud of me for that. But at the same time, it's been long enough. It's summer. There's no school holding me back. What am I waiting for, girl? I don't know. If I knew, I wouldn't be asking you. But today, I'm not talking to you guys while I am working. Today, I'm talking to you guys while I am cooking. Because what does a girl do? When she does a little bit stressed, she cooks. And honestly, I'm cooking a lot. It's just not, it's not just when I'm stressed, it's when I'm happy too, so it's kind of hard to tell the difference, you know? But, call me Gordon. Actually, no. Call me Black Paula. Call me Black Betty Crocker. Okay? Because I've been doing the dang thing. Before I give y'all my life update on me, tell me how it's been with you. Go ahead, girl. Dude. Listen here, you magnificent person. Tell me how you been. I'm listening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, I see you. Alright, going ahead. I'm rooting for you. We all rooting for you. Yes. Yes, it's yes. Oh, word? Okay, okay, I see you. I'm proud of you. Well, keep doing the dang thing, okay? Do what you need to do to have a hot person summer, okay? Because, yes, I'm the most hopeless romantic person I know. And yes, I still believe in love, and I'm in love with the idea of love. But, bro, if you need to be F-R-E-E this summer, go ahead and be F-R-E-E this summer. I don't care. And it's not just for the girls and the gays. Everybody be F-R-E-E this summer. Live it up. Do what you want. Because the more people I run into, the more people I think this stuff is a scam. Okay? But it's not a scam because I know it works. At the same time, you're only young once, so live your best life. Anyway, continue. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Wow, this is very interesting. You're just doing a dang thing. Look at you. An icon. I stand you. I'm proud of you. Keep it going. Well, you want to know how I have been these past... How many days has it been still recorded? Ten days. Um, I've been still doing shipped, which is like Instacart if you don't remember. Um, the dude I was talking to still cut off. I'm thinking about going back. Like I said, it was my second time talking to him. And it's like everyone deserves a second chance. Yes, everyone does deserve a second chance. I'm a strong believer in that. However, this ain't baseball. It's no three strikes you out. You get a second chance, you do not get a third. Now, three is my favorite number, you know? Because, like, good things come in threes, you know? Jesus, God, the Holy Spirit. And three... Just an amazing number. You meet a genie, you get three wishes. You know, I just love the number three. Now, you still won't get three chances, so good luck on that. But, um, I have been trying to work, I've been trying to grind, and as fun as it is driving around listening to my favorite podcast all day and making my own schedule and wearing whatever I want. It is good money, however, when you add the cost of gas and the fact that where I live, it's almost $5 a gallon, I can't do it. I need a job job where I can sit, not even sit, a job job where I can drive there and just be there because this gas price is treacherous. I'm making all this good money and I can't spend it. And granted, I don't even want to spend that much money to be honest because most of the things I want to do this summer is traveling, going to different pools, hiking in different places. Yes, I like to hike. I want to be going to the gym. I want to be going outside having a lot of picnics. I want to be going to like a lot of amusement parks and stuff. A lot of the things I want to do do not cost a lot of money. Like the most out there thing I want to do this summer is see the top three movies coming out like Jurassic Park, Thor, and I think. It's not Avatar. It's something else that's coming out, but it's not until, like, the end of the summer. That's all I want to do. 
I want to go to a beach. That's the most far-fetched thing I have to do this summer. And beaches don't even cost money. You just drive to them. So, for me, I haven't done most of that. Most of it I haven't done. And it's a shame. Because I should be able to do it. Paul's about to wash my hands. And so, y'all... I just, I need to get something that allows me to do that stuff. And the butter's melted. I meant soft, the butter's soft. The butter, most definitely not melted. But yeah, I need, I need something to allow me to do that stuff. You know, cause I saw, oh my gosh, you make how much? And then still being, we no longer say broke, we say in between blessings. Making all this money so being in between blessings is ghetto. My mom is still recovering from her foot surgery. She had a, re foot, a reconstruction surgery, for those of y'all don't, that don't know. And it takes about a year to fully heal. It's been nine weeks out since she had it and she still can't put weight on it. So, pun not intended. But I want to be able to carry my weight around the house and stuff, you know? help out not just pay my bills but pay our bills you know me and mom my sister i want to help i want to do stuff for them too and so in order to do that i need to keep more money than i have been keeping so girl got some jobs she gotta apply to and i know i'm gonna get them because jesus speaking of jesus i need to get closer to him i'm trying i'm trying i've been trying harder than i have been I know a lot of my Gen Z TikTokers, Gen Z TikTokers, Gen Z Christians on TikTok say the same thing. Like, even going distant from God, it's like, it's not even for a little bit. It's like for a while. It's like, we just don't know what to do to get out of that tough spot. Like, obviously we know what to do, but it's like, I, something in the air. Something's in the air. There must be something in the water, you know? But that's, I'm getting so off track. What's happened since then is I've been working, going to the gym half the time because I have not been here. I've been working longer than I'm supposed to. And I took a family trip to South Carolina. And I know what y'all thinking. South Carolina, I love it there. I've been to Myrtle Beach, yada, yada, yada. We did not go to that part of South Carolina, okay? We went, I'm not gonna tell you exactly where we went because we have family that lives there obviously because it's a family road trip but let me just tell you the hospital is uh like 45 minutes away uh you have no cell phone service most of where you are and the road is so dark that if you drive at night you can literally see nothing behind you it's literally just a depth of blackness and if you're outside at night you can't even see your own hand in front of your face now that being said, I love it down there. There's so much Southern hospitality and there's absolutely no drama. You can tell the family members they're not used to drama. And it's just, it's a very welcoming atmosphere. Everyone's nice. I love their accents. And everybody knows everybody here. Like if you say, like first of all, you never gotta say nothing. If you walk in someplace and the people don't know you, they'll be like, where are you from? be like, who are you here to see? Because we told them we were visiting a family. And they'd be like, what's the last name? We told them the last name, most likely. They're probably your cousin. And that's why whenever I go there, I don't mess with nobody, just in case. Because while me and my cousins like to exaggerate and say we're related to the whole state, it really does feel like that. And I'm not trying to take no chances. Okay? I might live in a country state. Which still happens to be a good nine hours away from South Carolina, but... We're not doing that here, okay? It was real fun, you know? There's stuff there that's not here, like sweet potato bread at this gas station. Boiled peanuts and Cajun boiled peanuts at the gas station. That's a Southern hospitality. There's Concord grapes. If y'all have never had Concord grapes, I'm gonna need y'all to do a favor and go try them because they're absolutely amazing. There's orange watermelons, which just started being up here in West Virginia. I just started seeing them last year. I was like, what y'all know about this? Where y'all smuggle this in from? Y'all people, y'all got people in South Carolina too? Love orange watermelon. And it's just so much there. It's my uh 
mom's dad's birthday party. He was turning 80. And last time we went to South Carolina, we went down there just because there was a lot of soul food and uh, relative visiting. But he wanted like a, a cowboy themed birthday party. So it ended up being a birthday party slash picnic. So they didn't throw down soul food like they usually do. But it was still an amazing time. It was so weird. Like every time I turned around outside, someone else was there. But um, it was fun. That trip taught me that I am more city girl than I thought. I cannot live in the country. Well, maybe I can live in the country, just not that country country where I feel like I'm cut off from civilization country. And plus, I'm allergic to mosquitoes, so living down there would be a death sentence for me. And it's hot. And my asthmatic self cannot be somewhere where it is 90 degrees by 9 a.m., okay? But I would love to go down there and visit. I really would. I like it down there for a couple days. I love it down there for a couple days. Yeah. Um, there is Huddle House. Oh my gosh, Huddle House. I'm sorry. It puts Waffle House to shame because not only do they have amazing waffles, they also have pancakes and French toast. And it'd be so country too. Like, I... I just love it down there I really do and honestly I pull so many people down there bro I'm not even lying and don't get me caught up in my own words I'm not being a hypocrite I didn't pull people in South Carolina what had happened was I went on Bumble and if you're in South Carolina and you black it was automatic swipe left but if you're outside state lines it was fair game and I was pulling them all you know you think it's southern nice and southern retirement's conservative mm-mm uh-uh, the stem in me was pulling everybody. And I say everybody, I mean everybody. Especially in person. But like I said, I'm not trying to get caught up in nothing. So, I kept it strictly online. But, um, and also people down there, they really actually don't care <laughs> what you look like. And a lot more people down there are actually looking for something serious. And so that's why I say I'm living in the wrong place. Because this girl right here, she's a five foot nine stallion BBW. A stallion. And not only that, but she's been looking for something serious from the jump. I may talk like I want to go through a whole phase, but I'm not made for the whole phase life, okay? You know who else is looking to settle down? Southern people. But can I live in the country? Absolutely not. So it's just a it's a predicament. <laughs> It's an ultimatum. And I'm going to choose myself every time. So, that's how that goes. But yeah, that's how that's been. I'm going to do a podcast for a while. Because, like I always say, you guys are like my therapist. I'll be ranting to y'all and stuff. But um, I'm not going to tell you everything. Because, you know, stuff I hope for, stuff I pray for. I'm going to keep it private until it comes to fruition. Now everyone's going to be like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know you are working on this. Let me be like, girl, <laughs> God knew he made it happen. Got some amen and a period. Now for the uh, longest introduction slash life update in my life ever since the last episode. Um, I'm going to finish whipping up this dessert, put it in the oven, and then I'm going to get back to you guys in your polls. And then I'm going to end the episode off with some of my poetry. Because if y'all don't know, I do poetry, which should be expected. From how much I talk, y'all must know I have a lot to say. And Miss Girl has been artistic for a very young age. I used to songwrite. Several stages of songwriting throughout the years. Um, I've been a dancer. I miss dancing. I haven't done it in a while. I'm still not over. How Corona took my senior recital away from me. When I was in jazz, modern, and hip-hop. And I was supposed to have a solo and all those pieces, y'all, because I was a senior. I was supposed to dance to Megan at my senior recital and Corona took that away from me. But anyway, I miss dancing. And of course, if I did the songwriting, of course I have poems. I post them on Wattpad. And uh, you have to stick around to the end to learn what my, I don't want to say book, but I'm going to say what my collection is called, where to find it, the link and all that. And I will give you a little poem to end this with. So hang in tight, y'all. And sorry for talking so much. But you know, it's a podcast. That's what I'm supposed to do. Okay, y'all. So I'm back. But it's the next day. 
and I'm no longer making my dessert. I'm in my car. And you see, what had happened was I went to go put the dessert in the oven, like I said, and everything was going great. It was going amazing. But then when I went to go take it out the oven, I, for some reason, my body wasn't working. My brain was not functioning. So I went to go pick up the metal pan with no oven mitts on my hand and it burned until I went to sleep. And now it looks like it might, it probably will blister and I still can't put pressure on it. And even though I feel like I picked it up with my whole hand, the brunt of it is on my middle finger, not my middle finger, what's it called? My ring finger, my pinky finger. So that's what's hurting right now and red and burning. So that's how that went. Anyway, <laughs> the topic for this pod today is interracial dating. All right. And <laughs> I did the poll a while ago. Not a while ago. That was the last time I recorded 10 days ago. I did the poll like five or so days ago, maybe a week. And so I really want to see what y'all had to say. Because whenever it comes to interracial dating, people get very opinionated even though it's 2022 you either have the people that genuinely don't care or you have the people with families that were like yeah uh so pretty much black on black on black if it was my case they're like oh yeah you should get you should uh my family always told me they're like you should marry a handsome rich black doctor and i was like yes i will i will marry a handsome rich black doctor and i will be the beautiful black lawyer uh <laughs> That's not how I feel right now. <laughs> I'm bi. I don't care about your gender or your race and ethnicity. The only thing I care about is your religion because I'm not going to hell for nobody, okay? But uh, I don't need to marry a rich, handsome black doctor because I will be the beautiful, rich woman, okay? Um, I have a future in public health, epidemiology, you know, I'm going to be a little sexy scientist, and more than likely I'll also be a nurse practitioner so I can be your PCP and your scientist and so why do I need to marry a handsome rich black doctor I don't anyway interracial dating is the topic and so I asked first and foremost I had to ask are y'all here for interracial dating and most of y'all said yes which I mean, I'm glad you said yes, because if you didn't, you'd be caught in 4K. But at the same time, just because you're not here for interracial dating doesn't mean you're racist. It just, it depends on how you are raised, a whole bunch of different factors. Like me growing up in the West Virginia public school system, if I grew up and was like, I can't date white people, I would completely understand why. I would completely understand why. It wouldn't make me racist. Because I love everybody. But when I went to college... That I put on my roommate application. No white roommates. I did. I did do that. And I'm glad I did. Because that year. My freshman year of college. Whenever I was like getting ready in the morning. Like I didn't always have my hair in braids. I used to. I was at college with natural hair. Because I had time. Because everything was online. Right. I used to go to the bathroom. With my bonnet on. Put my hair in a puff. Or in a fro. Or whatever I needed to do. And the amount of people that were staring at me people that had the audacity to ask questions and comment was astounding and I just couldn't imagine that in my space every day so that's why I asked for a roommate that was not white that and just the social climate of the world it's just y'all it's just a lot it's a lot but yeah I'm glad most of y'all are here for it all right y'all and then the next question I asked after that Oh, once again, if you hear sound, I'm driving. <laughs> the next question I asked after that was, do you prefer interracial dating? And while most people said, oops, it was weird because it was like a 70-30, right? I said, do y'all prefer same race relationships? Sorry. <laughs> it was a 70-30 which I was surprised, it was like 70% said they don't prefer same race relationships, but 30% of people said they did. And the 30% of people were, you can probably guess it, they were people of color. I don't wanna go on a limb and say they're all black, but most of them were, they were mostly people of color. 
And like I said, it's a different experience. It's a different climate. Especially if you're in America, you just straight up experience life differently as somebody who's not white and you have different experiences. You have different things in your culture that you do. So it's like, I, I understand. Like if you're black, you want someone else that understands and goes through the black experience. Especially if you're gonna have kids because some people, it's like they don't care what race you are. Like if they love you, they love you, right? And other people, they think like, oh, mixed babies are so cute. Yeah, all babies are cute. But uh, some people just think about like, well, if I have, like, say, I don't know, say I get pregnant, which will not happen for like another 10 years. Say I get pregnant and my baby daddy is white or my partner is white, okay? And let's say, for instance, my partner is a white man and I have a black boy as a child. I have my own experiences as a black woman and there are more intense experiences as a black man that I can give I can give guidance and advice on being black in America but specifically being a black man my white husband cannot do that my white husband doesn't understand that my white husband doesn't even think of that because he's white and so when people say they prefer same race dating I get it and also just like different cultures like I mean, I'm not any other culture besides African and Blacks. So I don't know what I'm going with there. But, like, if you have, like, a strict Asian family or, like, a strict Hispanic family, uh, I understand if you want someone that, like, comes from that same background as you. Like, I... I get it, girl. And so, I'm surprised that question was, like, 70-30. With 70% saying I don't prefer same-sex. Not same-sex. Ugh. Sorry y'all, it's Pride Month and I'm by. I be wanting to, I be wanting to talk about the gays, but uh, I understand why most people say they don't prefer same race relationships because of 2022. But also, I understand why people say they do prefer them because it's 2022 and we're still dealing with the same issues. Now we're not in chains and shackles anymore. I mean, we are socially. And a social construct of things, but are we slaves on plantations anymore? No. Have we come a far away since then? Yes. Do we still have a very, very long way to go? Mm, absolutely. And so it's just interesting. I really, this is like off topic, but I really wish that I could like, I feel like I would have to DM you guys a link, but there's like a link you can voice record something and I can play it on the I could play it on the pod, but I do like talking, as you can tell, because I have a podcast. I like voicing my own opinions, and I like putting thought behind your guys' opinions, but it's like when you put out questions on Instagram, they give you, like, a limited number of characters, and you have to, like, keep going back and retyping. Some of y'all don't feel like doing that. And also, it's just easier to hear what you meant or have you elaborate on what you already said if you just talk it out like a conversation, like you do in normal everyday life. And I just, I gotta figure out how to do that. Sorry for the little side note, but I have to get that off my chest, you know? All right, y'all. And then after that, I asked you guys if you care about race when dating, because you know, if you have a preference, if you prefer same race relationships, then obviously you're gonna like say I'm, say I only date black people or I prefer black people, then obviously I'm gonna look at the black people first. Okay, so. It's kind of self-explanatory, but you never know nowadays because some people, they don't have common sense. It's not as common as you think. So, it was kind of a weird split. It was like a 60, 60% of y'all said no. Y'all don't think about it. But then the other 40% was like split down the middle between yes and it depends. And I understand it to be honest. I really do. And it's just... It's weird because, like I was saying before, almost, yeah, literally all the white people that voted, well, most of the white people that voted, voted, no, it doesn't matter. And the yes and it depends people are all people of color. 
not necessarily black but people of color and it's just weird how it really it really varies and like i understand it depends because like i said how you grow up where you've grown up your values and how you think and all that it can really affect somebody and not just that but if you're in an area where like you know how the population of people think and you know that it affects you and your identity then it's gonna depend but if you're somewhere where everyone's free-flowing and no one really cares uh you're someplace that's more sociologically advanced i'm gonna say oh big words big words s-a-t then uh you're gonna not care about that as much like it depends it can depend on the location it could depend on what you're looking for it can depend on how you individually feel it's just everybody's different and girl i understand all your opinions i love hearing everyone's opinions i get bored and tired just thinking about myself and what i think specifically like if i'm thinking about something hard i'm like this is my opinion i'll like counteract myself i'll be like let me play devil's advocate to myself in my head because i'm not having this conversation with anybody else because i just get bored i like to understand all sides now i absolutely do not agree with all sides but will i listen to them all and try to understand i for sure will and so after that i asked you guys what do you like about interracial relationships because you know through this response i got some yeses got some no's got some it depends and honestly I like hearing you guys explain yourselves so I asked you to do so <laughs> and so I thought what do you like about it and my mom bless her heart I like made her answer these polls and some of her answers don't make sense but she said love is love it's not about interracial interracial relationships specifically but the woman's saying she don't care and I would have recorded this yesterday while she was in the car with me but there was just like no time and it was just always like running 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 but uh, this woman has dated every single culture, every single race, every single ethnicity. She has two children that are both not straight. One is gay and likes light brights. The other is bi and likes all colors of the rainbow. Like when she doesn't care, she really means she doesn't care. Someone said they like the exchange of culture and ideas. And yes, that's exactly what I was just saying. Love, love, love hearing different perspectives, even if I don't agree with them. And I don't know what they are. I like to hear them and be aware and understand them. Uh, ooh. Janelli has been on the podcast before. She said the combination of two cultures coming together. And honestly, yes, because it's more understanding for both of you guys. And like both families can be involved. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing when you can merge two cultures or understand different cultures. And there's no there's no what's the word like there's nothing wrong with it like you guys genuinely understand each other genuinely like each other love each other that's beautiful and i see a beautiful man right now and thank goodness my windows are tinted because i'm staring at him and never mind he probably caught me staring you know it doesn't matter yolo okay anyway i was about to say a side note but the side note does not matter uh (laughs) this girl love you girl said it's nice to see people in love no matter what and honestly yes because i love 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 is love is love is love and i love seeing that play out any and all love stories i love them now i'm actually i'm gonna change that to most love stories because there's like two white supremacists falling in love over the white supremacy obviously i'm not gonna like that I'm not going to say who said it, but she knew who she is. She said they spicy. Sure. It's all fun and games until he calls you a Negro in the bedroom, Miss Harriet. I'm kidding. Y'all don't report me for that joke. I thought it was funny. Okay, so <laughs> I said, any relationship is beautiful no matter who the people are. But them babies. Them babies be beautiful. And they do. I love babies in general, but she's right. Mixed race babies are beautiful. You know? I don't know where I was going with that, y'all. I just zoned out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Someone said, learning about how different their culture is or the way they do things. Lol. And yeah. 
yeah it's if you can learn different things from your partner then like you're set because that's somebody you're obsessed with that's like your favorite person and so for you to understand things and learn things from them girl yes someone said it's really just like any other relationship minus the seeing if the family accepts you everyone got their opinion i get it girl i get it someone said the confidence and i wish i could ask him to explain more why can't i i need to send you guys links and in voice notes because that's one of those things where like i need explanation elaborate someone said the merging of cultures you get to experience and appreciate a new culture while sharing yours and yes because like if somebody take nick jonas and priyanka chopra for example even though I want to cut her for taking my man before I was legally allowed to marry him. Look at them. They had two weddings for her two religions. Uh, they merge your Christian and her religion's ideas all the time. And she's, whatchamacallit. They're American and Indian cultures. They merge them all the time. And I absolutely love to see it. Okay, so most of y'all said the same thing, right? Sorry, that was my phone holder tightening. But the rest of the polls are basically like, oh yeah, I love the merging of different cultures. I love learning different cultures. And girl, same. I get it. Because that's one of the things I said. It seems cliche. But at the same time, very, very true. Because if somebody that you spend a lot of time with can teach you about a culture other than your own, then like that's the best way to learn it without judgment and with more understanding and more patience then you're really actually gonna understand it because let me tell you if my partner was caucasian or hispanic or i don't know italian asian indian any of it i would explain it to them with open arms now some of the teachers at my high school if they were to ask me the simplest question i would get mad and be like we have their net for a reason and they'd be like, well, I want to ask it from you. You love the experience. I'll be like, I don't care. Do your own research. Like, that's just, that's just how it is. It's just, it's just better to learn from somebody with absolutely no judgment. And, you know, I have my own reasons for that. Well, we can talk about that another day. We can talk about school experiences another day. Actually, I already have an episode called Being Black at a PWI. So you guys could uh, absolutely take a listen to that after this one if you want more elaboration but uh someone else said it's nice to see the world revolving and i get it because like i said uh it's just we live in a different world than our parents grew up in like just them being a teenager versus us being a teenager i have to keep overusing that word because whenever someone tries to call me grown or an adult i'll be like no i'm an old teenager but this old teenager is turning 20 in 20 days and so I can't use the teenager card no more. So I got to use the ASA, not ASAP, as much as possible, which is AMAP. I'm going to pull that card while I still can because I don't want to grow up. I never have. I was never one of those kids. that's like, I can't wait when I grow up. No, I never said that for good reason. Okay. But yeah, um, growing up as a teenager now is different than just our parents growing up as teenagers. It's different than our grandparents growing up as teenagers for sure. And so like to see the world revolving, girl, it really legit is. It's evolving, it's growing, it's turning, it's changing. And our generation, we some change makers. I appreciate that for us. I love that for us, okay? And when I come back, we, whoops, ooh. Girl, that red light almost got me. Ah, it's green now. Okay, when I come back, we shall continue these polls. But for right now, I need to hydrate my vocal cords. <laughs> and also, I'm about to deliver this order. And it's very hot outside. I don't know how hot it is where you guys are. But where I'm at, it's 95 degrees right now at 10.56 a.m. Which is still better than it was in South Carolina. Because in South Carolina, it was like this temperature by 9 a.m. And by, by, by right now, it would have been like 97, 100. So, that's how that is. I'm going to take my little break, get a little drink. And while I'm getting hydrated, you guys should too. Because hydration is important. Okay, I'll catch you guys later.
Okay, y'all, we're back, and let's jump right into it again. If you hear any noise, I'm at a park, you know? Very peaceful out here. Whenever I'm done recording this episode, I might just go walk a lot. Uh, I like walking, being outside in nature, hiking. So, if you hear the sound of nature and cars... I say cars like that because it's interrupting my nature moment. Then that's what it is. Anyway, let's jump right back into it. I asked you guys, what do you not like about interracial relationships? And one of the things I kept seeing over and over again was stereotypes. And yes, the stereotypes, the stereotypes, the stereotypes uh, are so annoying. Especially when it comes to white women and black men. Or black women and white men. The stereotypes overwhelming. And uh, my mom, she's really trying. She's really trying. She says no judgment. And that's not. She understood the assignments when she said stereotypes. She didn't understand the assignment when she said that. But it's. I made her answer. So I'm just glad she said something. Uh. One of my friends said the stipulations that come with them. I wish, I wish that feature was here so I can ask her to elaborate. Because what do you mean by that? I want, I want to know. Someone said I don't like how some old people hate on it. And honestly, it's very true. Because the old, the generations mixing, especially Gen Z, mixing with like someone from our grandparents' generation, they can either stay with the times or stay in their time. And it's just... It gets very problematic, and they can be very stuck in their ways. The best way I can explain it is what one of my uh, my sociology professors said back when I took Sociology 101. She said, imagine your mind and like your life, your mindset as a toolbox. She was like, when somebody puts your tools in your toolbox, no one else can take them out. Only they can unlock it. Only they can change the tools out of their toolbox so it's like it's a whole bunch of experiences a whole bunch of what you learn a whole bunch of what you're taught and so once those tools are in the toolbox no one else can unlock them except for them and sometimes the toolbox is locked so tight they can't even unopen it they can't even open it y'all know what i was trying to say so that's what i think about that and the different generation thing But, okay, this girl said she doesn't like the automatic assumption that one hates their own race due to not being with them. Yes, yes, girl, I get that. Because it's like, whenever there's a black woman with a white man, they're like, oh, why don't she like brothers? She say, say uplifting black woman. She says black people this, black people that. That's the thing. People are like, you can't be pro-black well, I actually understand both sides of the argument. People are like, you can't be pro-black and then have a partner that's white. Or have a partner that's not black. I'm be pro-black no matter who my partner is. Regardless. And so it's weird because I understand both sides of the argument. Because some people are like, you can't be so, so, so pro-black and then be like, oh, but here's my white wife. It's just... There's a lot to that. That could be a whole podcast episode on its own, but yes, girl. Yes. This dude said, I don't like how sometimes it's hard to relate with their family members' point of view on politics. Yes, yes, yes. Like I said, <laughs> living in West Virginia, talking to the few people there that I have, uh, there's one time I was talking to this white guy, and obviously he wasn't racist or anything because I checked that up front. He actually said he didn't talk to me sooner because he thought I didn't like white guys. And I don't know how that came across because I talked to anybody and everybody. But then again, the ROTC classroom, I was talking one day. I was like, none of the black guys here like black girls. Because I don't know. This is a side note, but have you noticed? Maybe it's just because I've been in PWIs all my life. But have you noticed that whenever there's black people in a classroom, we all migrate to the back. And we all become friends. Like it's like Rosa did all that work for what? Even though Rosa wasn't the original or the first. And they just decided to give her publicity because the girl that was supposed to do it originally got pregnant. Um, you know what I mean? Anytime there's like black people, we all migrate to the same area. Whether it's the back or a different part of the classroom, we all just bunch together and start talking. And I'm like, we did. Th- Rosa would not be proud. 
Rosa got kicked off the bus because she didn't want to sit in the back. And here we are, voluntarily going to the back to talk. Like, do better. But at the same time, I do that. It's just something natural that happens. And then this white guy joined the conversation. He's very cool. He's a cool dude. He was answering my question. I was talking to the black people. I was like, the black guys here don't like black girls. And then... Because it just so happened that, like, the black people I knew that were in relationships were in relationships with other black people. And I'm like, y'all got lucky. And the white guy comes up to me. He's like, that's just because white girls are easy. I said, how you gonna put a whole race? Mind you, your own whole race under the bus like that. You can't just do that. But I guess that's his point of view. But yeah, especially with the whole... Uh, people having a problem with Black Lives Matter being pro-black so they want to be like, all lives matter this, all lives matter that, Trump 2020, whatever. Like, it's, it's, I don't know, it's very weird. Like, I just always thought, I was like, what if things go well, we end up dating and then I meet his family and they, like, have a confederate flag hanging. Like, I always think that. That was in the back of my mind. And so, it's like, when you live in an area like I do, that can be a problem and then also like people always say don't bring up politics because you can bring up politics and then find out everyone's values don't align with yours but then some people's politics have absolutely nothing to do with their values so it's a very complicated thing to unravel Alrighty, and then some people somebody said the negative stigma around them from racist love is love is love exactly your love is love is love is love is love and people never seem to understand that for whatever reason Someone said, you have to see if the family accepts the relationship. And that's kind of going off what I was saying. Because you, you could be amazing. It's like, oh my gosh, a perfect example of this. Thank you, mommy. Okay, so my mom was watching this one uh, show called Sisters on BET+. Plus. Um, It's a good show. You can watch it. Uh, one of the main characters, she's dating a white man, right? And this, like, man is obsessed with her. Like, they're just so cute together. Like... They're a match made in heaven, and you can tell he's down with the brown, okay? He ain't got nothing wrong with a little swirl, okay? The whole rest of his family is a different story. His brothers came to, like, terrorize her and say, like, like, they call her the N-word and was like, oh, you're trash, get your black bee behind out of here, and saying, oh, he, you were just supposed to be one night stand, he's supposed to leave you, he just wanted that nice piece of whatever, y'all can fill in the blanks and it's like it can really be like that like you can date somebody think they're great and they could be the only person in their whole family that's not racist like their siblings could hate you their parents could hate you their mama could hate you my mama don't like you was over their mama could hate you their grandparents can most definitely despise you like that's just kind of the world we live in to be honest and so whenever you live in a world like we do today where it's like you have the very accepting people and the very stuck in their old ways, locked in their toolbox type people. It's like, well, if the family doesn't accept you, what are you going to do? Because there are some people it's like, we don't need family. As long as we have each other, we're fine. And there's some people that's like, well, if your family don't like me, I can't get along with your family. This ain't going to work. And there's some people that's like, if my mama don't like you, then I don't like you. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot, y'all. I ain't going to lie. It's very much... A whole can of worms to open. Alright, someone said the outside hate and unnecessary opinions. Nothing to do with the actual relationship. Yes, because the tools are stuck in their toolbox. Ooh, this person said some people use that as an excuse of why they do things. And I understand what she means by this. I understand that very, really much. Because think about... Okay, so think about like you have that... There was that one person in your class... And they say some problematic things. And you don't even have to say the R word. They just automatically go, I'm not racist, I have black friends. Okay? And? What's your point? Satan was an angel. You can be racist and have black friends. It can be your cover to make it seem like you're not racist. There's people up here in the KKK with black wives and mixed children. What is your point you are trying to prove? And it's those same people that will get in a relationship. Like a white woman. Like all they have to do. 
in society, especially with the cops, all I have to do is cry and the cops come to their rescue and you're automatically the bad guy. And so just think about it. There's white women out here with black guys just because they want mixed babies. Like, oh my gosh, mixed babies are so cute. Don't have to think about anything that comes with being black in the criminal justice system or society. And then especially, especially there's those couples. It can be white men. It can be white women. They will say the N word and be like, my partner said it was okay. Or I'm not racist. My partner is black. That does not matter. It really actually doesn't matter. If you shouldn't be doing it, you shouldn't be doing it. And you shouldn't use your partner as a disguise to say, I can do this, I can do that. Okay? Ooh, this person, she right. All the differences can take a toll on a relationship. That's what she says. And I get it. Because, like, I get in my moods where literally all you have to do is turn on the hate you give. I'll be bawling for an hour. Minimum. Because, like, I just get in... I get in my head, I think about everything that's happened to me and the generations before me and what I see in the news and the media and what's happening to my people and not only African-American people, but like me being first generation on my dad's side. And I think about like first generation Americans and immigrants, Africans especially, and it just, it puts me in a mood. Like I really genuinely want to cry. It really tugs in my heartstrings. And if there's somebody that doesn't understand any of that because they haven't lived or experienced any of that. I'm gonna have to try to explain to them all that through my tears and then if they don't understand then it's like then what i'm sitting here bawling by myself they could console me but they have no reason why they're consoling me it doesn't make sense to them so i understand that and then this person they had a long three-parter she said i don't because the question in case you forgot because i've been talking a lot says what do you not like about interracial relationships she says, I don't really know because I've never been in a long-term committed one, but it intimidates me just a little bit. Yes, girl, get personal. Get personal. And thank you for saying that because some people have opinions on these things because they haven't experienced it. And some of them aren't willing to acknowledge that. Oh, this dog in front of me is so cute. Okay, anyway, her part two said, because with different upbringings and things, it can be easy to miscommunicate slash misunderstand each other and not even realize it and honestly i get that because like i said the whole toolbox thing and like all you have to do is turn on the hate you give i start bawling like a baby if the person doesn't understand it they just they don't like you can't make them you can explain something to somebody a million different ways but if they can't comprehend it they can't comprehend it this duck is so cute y'all i'm sorry i love the park okay if they don't understand it, they don't understand it. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing they can do. They just... I guess their brain just can't absorb that information. And then, like, the miscommunication. There are a lot of things. A lot of things in this world. You can say, like, one sentence. And it could be taken five different ways. You can experience one event. And it can have, like... What's the word? It can have like a thousand different effects. You just don't know. And especially if you're in a relationship with each other. Those differences. They can either be conscious. Subconscious. And you can either like recognize them. Some of them they just go right over your head to be honest. You could think that you're talking about the same thing. And you understand the same way. And in reality it couldn't be farther from the truth. Okay. Next question, what are your reservations about interracial relationships? And bless my mom's heart. She said, ah, come on now, Instagram load, please. Y'all. Y'all, y'all. I might just cry right now. Ugh, my internet's being stingy. Let me go see if I can fix it. Okay, so like I was saying, my mom, bless her heart, she don't be answering questions, but she do be answering, okay? When, ans- when asked about the reservations about interracial relationships, she said, loving each other regardless. And that's not a reservation, but I just feel like when she, when Barb wants to speak her truth, Barb will speak her truth, okay? And there's some people in here that say they don't have any reservations, and I appreciate y'all saying that. And it's not even a white people thing. Because everyone that said that wasn't white. And 
Miss Girl, I love you, Miss Girl. If you listen, you know who you are. She said, I have none. Everyone deserves love. And she's right. Everybody does deserve love. Because don't sit up here and tell me Megan and Harry ain't cute. Don't sit up here and tell me Travis Kelsey and his ex wasn't cute. You can't sit up here and tell me that. Everyone deserves love. Deserves love. Deserves love. Okay? Okay, so this one person said being fetishized or not knowing their true intentions. And honestly... I get that, because you know how many freaking people have in their mind. There's so many freaking fetishes. They're, they're freaking, oh, you're my first black girl. And then there's a whole freaking, uh, there's like the white woman, and they're like, oh, I want to try BBC. BBC, and no, I'm not talking about the channel. And then there's the white man out here like, oh, I'm going to be my first black girl. And then there's people out here, y'all. I got to whisper, because there's white people around. There are people out here that like race play in bed. And normally, I don't kink shame because you like what you like, okay? I'm not going to yuck someone else's yum. But I'm not going to sit up here and have you calling me a Negro in these sheets. Harriet did not fight for that, okay? There's just so many different fetishes out there, and it's just it's so annoying. Even people, I hear people talk about this all the time. One reason I will not watch porn is because of how... Well, there's a lot of reasons I don't want to watch porn. But one of the reasons I won't watch porn is because the race aspect of it. It's like, oh, ebony, Asian, big booty Latinas. It's like, what is, like, why is, why are we classified by race? And why is it such a big deal? And it's like, oh, you don't want to watch black porn. It's like, oh, ebony, ebony this, ebony that. Big booty ebony. Big booby ebony. Why y'all like this? And there's like Asian. Asian teen. Small whatever. Asian. Stop putting the stereotypes on it. And the stereotypes also go along with relationships and the fetishes. People will consume this and then turn around and be like, oh, I want this. I want that. They'll be like, give me a big booty Latina. Give me a big chest of black girl. Give me that thick ebony. Like calm down take a seat there's way too many fetishes out here and i mean i hope they're few and far between but i get what you mean girl and then janelle said she gets other people's opinions and i understand that because some people you could talk about them all day and they genuinely would not care and there's other people like people what people have to say people have to think really does affect them so that's genuinely a thing and then miss girl you know who you are she said that i'm gonna be a white man's whore and honestly it's a joke mostly it's mostly a joke i feel like she's very like very minimally telling the truth but if you don't know there was this uh thing going around on i don't know if it was just tiktok i feel like it was the whole internet in general it was a throwback of tamara you know, twins T and Tamara. Uh, Tamara was like, because uh, she was dating Adam, and it was like when she was first—I don't want to say when she was first dating Adam—but they were talking about like, there's children right beside my car, y'all. I will talk to the other end of the car. And she was talking about like basically like what it's like dating, being in an interracial relationship, and she was saying there was people on Twitter. She was telling her sister Tia this. Now, Tia looked shocked and surprised. She wasn't crying or having emotion. I low key feel like Tia was trying to hold back tears because I'm not going to lie. I cackled when I heard it. Tamara was like, because she, Tamara was actually bawling when she was saying this. Like, it really shook her to her core. But she was like, people were like, people used to call me white man's whore. And you know the Gen Z humor. I cackled. Let me cackle even more. She was on Twitter. She was like, Back in the day, we used to buy you for 200 and now you clean it up for free. <laughs> it was not, it wasn't funny because she was genuinely laughing, but it's just like, who made that joke? Who sat there and made that? And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna send this to Tamara Mari. Like, why do you do that to her? Why did y'all do that? Uh, I might not make y'all laugh, but I'm cackling just thinking about it. Okay, the next thing I asked you guys was thoughts on, I should have asked more than just this relationship, but this is like the most popular one 
oh they just walked past me i said what are your thoughts on bwwm relationships the mom was like what is that that's a black woman white man and one just walked by me y'all they're so cute and she got cakes okay anyway focus we must stay focused sisters we must stay focused okay i said what are your thoughts on bwwm relationships my mom said cool with me and my mom like i was telling y'all before she generally does not care she's been she's had every flavor of the rainbow every flavor of the week she done been to every continent almost every country every ethnicity we're talking man wise here not literally like she genuinely that woman does not care she will just live her life and we love her for it so yeah y'all my mom said to that question cool with me and that's all it not more to it it's just cool with her she just cool with it oh this one person said here for it hashtag loving it and i get it they cute and uh someone else said some of them are hilarious and usually these kids have some sense I don't know what she mean what she mean by that. I need like voice recordings from her on like every other answer. Someone said better than a black man, white woman ones, and I just wish I could have you elaborate. Ugh, Instagram. Let people type a paragraph if they want to type a paragraph. Dang. But I get both sides because it's like it's weird because I don't know how to explain it. Like the whole interracial relationship thing, specifically for black people and white people. There's a whole like people have problems with black women and white men and they have problems with white women and black men and people are like white women are after mixed babies and then black men want all the attributes of a black woman but on a woman that's lighter skin that's not black yet here they are talking about uh dogging black women down like they try to say black men or black women's uh like the most hating haters so they bring us down the most and that they have a problem if a black woman wants to date outside her race yet here she here they are think about most of the famous black men you know kanye well he got kim jay-z well he has beyonce which is what do you want to call that word i guess you could say it's it's not the it's not the majority it's a minority but then again who's here who's people are thinking of beyonce more than thinking of jay-z to be honest so i don't know why i use that as an example but like y'all know and then there's drake single so i don't know why i was about to bring him up but think about all these basketball players and things like how many of them actually have like black women by their sides it's not really that common and then there's the whole well black women only go white women go with white men because the white women snatch up other black men and then there's the black women just don't like black people so they go to the white men and it's like why can't you just leave both sides of the fence alone i get both sides but at the same time leave both sides of the fence alone and i saw this one video on tiktok it was like uh why do you think jack harlow has a mostly black woman fan base and it was like because you got these black artists these black male artists making songs about black women calling us bees and hoes and out our names and all this and just focusing on our body and jack harlow just uplifts women yeah he talks about being a whore because according to him he's a whore tiktok name missionary jack that's what he calls himself but he never puts down any of us he always uplifts us he just like i love women and i get it I get it. And this what other girl said she loves to see it. The BWWM relationship. She loves to see it. And I'm surprised a lot of people don't know what that meant. Like, I feel like, I mean, most of us black people know what it means. But just the way that it's been popping up on my feed, not even just now, like, because TikTok's been trying to put these on my For You page. I'm like, God, is this you trying to give me a sign? Or is TikTok really just out here trying to tell me what to do with my life? But, uh, even as it, like a kid, it used to pop up my Pinterest. It used to pop up on my episode stories. Or used to pop up on Wattpad, BWWM. And I was like, what the heck is that? And it was like, black women, white men. And I was like, wow, there really is like a whole community of people out here that are just rooting and that are so here for the BWWM relationships. Like, it's, 
how did I not know about this sooner? But the internet took no time putting me on from like the age of middle school. And the last question I asked you guys were your thoughts on interracial and queer relationships. My mom says, not for me, but if it makes them happy. And I told her to answer all these questions. This is a question she didn't have to answer, but she did. Like I said, she's been all around the world. And like I said, she got two children that are very much not straight. And I guess you could say one of them has different different way of expressing her gender but my mom y'all even though she's very open-minded that woman has got to be the absolute most straightest woman on this earth on this planet you know how some people are like well i'm not gay but it's beyonce i'm not gay but it's my mom never says that she is very straight straight stiff as a board straight like 90 degree angle perfect crisp line that can cut you straight that woman is the most heterosexual woman i've ever met in my life (laughs) so it was funny that she said not for me but if it makes them happy i don't care and she doesn't someone said again here for it someone said love it someone said love to see it someone said do you boo i just think it's funny how the people who say the least are the straight people and I appreciate y'all being allies and answering. I do. It's just funny that most of y'all have like two word answers except for my mom. <laughs> uh, someone said, tear jerkingly beautiful. We fought so hard for both of these to happen. And she's not wrong. She really isn't wrong. Like just when our grandparents were alive, it was like basically illegal to just go marry someone out of your own race. Like, that was not that long ago. Slavery wasn't even that long ago. And don't even get me started on the Stonewall riots. Like, being gay out in public could get you killed, like, not that long ago. And it still can in lots of countries. Dating, let alone burying outside your race, was still, like, illegal in so many... Not that long ago at all. And so, it's... Like, you have to accept. And you have to acknowledge what we've taken to get to this point you really do and someone said per we know who says per y'all it's gertrude someone said they always eat and someone said let them love who they love like it should be the same as interracial relationships and yes girl we should all just be accepting and love who we love but people always have something to say and the last response says we need more of them and honestly we do because it's like interracial relationships is one thing queer relationships is one thing but how often are you gonna see like two lesbians in an interracial relationship two gay men in an interracial relationship that doesn't get showcased as often as it needs to be and let me tell you it needs to be because black people queer too Look who's talk look whose podcast it is. Asian people are too, Hispanic people are too. It's like it's like not just confined to oh, this one race. No, we date outside of each other. If we don't care about gender, what makes you think we care about race? What makes you think we care about it? Like all black lesbians don't have to just stay within the black lesbian pool. That's not how this works. And we need that showcase more often. And that was all I had about the polls, y'all. Let me know what y'all think. I'll put the link down to my email below. And you guys can email me with any comments, questions, concerns, anything I'm going to say on the podcast. Any ideas you have for the future. And then when I come back, I will wrap it up with some poetry so you guys can hear it. And maybe I'll let you know what the next episode's going to be. You might, you might not know. You'll see. Okay, y'all, so the next podcast episode is either going to be about type 3 and type 4 hair, um, or advice you guys have for others, or labels, or something else. Honestly, I have a whole list, like a whole list of podcast episode ideas, and we're going to get to all of them eventually. It just depends on what order you guys want them in. And so, last but not least, I promised a poem, and I will give you guys a poem. I have 11 poems up so far. In my collection on Wattpad. It's called Thoughts on Her Mind. And I'm pretty sure my name on there. The author should just say my name. 
I mean, my Wattpad name is Ghanaian underscore queen. But in the description, it does say Genevieve. So, you guys, you guys will be able to find it. The 11 poems I have up so far are Daytime, Unspoken Feelings, Woman, Good Men, Modern Slavery, The Outside of the Sidewalk, Money, Thighs and Eyes, Grandma, Tangled Up in You, and Overthinker. And Modern Slavery is about race. And I have about four poems about feelings and relationships. But I don't have any poems on a racial relationship, so I'm going to just choose one. Actually, I'm indecisive. I'm going to look for one. Hmm. Okay, I'll say daytime because it's about someone having you or thinking they have you and they're not treating you like they should and we all deserve to be treated like the royalty that we are so maybe this resonates with you hopefully this resonates with you we'll see okay it's called a daytime but why daytime is when you first wake up and are thankful for rest it's when you look up to the sky and thank god that you're still alive it's when you hear the birds chirping in the springtime. When it's light outside, you can get work done or have access to more fun. In the daytime, you see more people pass by. If you're doing something impactful, more people can see why. In daytime, it's harder to hide. Then why? Why do you choose to text me when the sun is long gone? Why do you choose to converse when the worries of the day are already old songs? I want to tell you about my day and I want to hear about yours. I want you to i want you to want to talk to me but instead i feel like a chore why do you not think of me before you lay your head down to sleep text her before my eyes fall you say i'm not a priority texting me at midnight makes me feel like an afterthought i deserve to be cherished respected next time text me at 12 in the daytime and not 12 o'clock midnight flowers bloom and the sun rises in the daytime dogs roll around and people have barbecues in the daytime there is happiness and brightness associated with the daytime. If you want me, make sure you want me in the daytime. And that was a poem by me called Daytime. Now, I hope you guys all enjoy the rest of your daytime, lovelies. Have an amazing day. Don't forget how loved you are. Don't forget you deserve the world. And don't let nobody take your thunder. And if they do, just tell me. And let's just say what I'm going to do. We can't let the government find out, girly. Okay. Peace.